With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. You no longer need to wear a mask. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yes, sir. Thank you, Joe, for allowing us zombies to remove our masks. <laughs> that was weird. Thank Last yesterday, man. That you, was weird crap yesterday. Joe. That was weird. Thanks, Mr. President. I, I've been doing that all along, sir, but thanks. Thanks. <laughs> no, you haven't. No, well, yeah, everybody's man. been fully ever... masked up. Everybody's been wearing a hazmat suit, and he's now telling us that we can re- start removing parts of our hazmat suits. It's so kind of him that that oh, central yeah. planning central planning now says it's okay if you're outside yeah. standing in a field naked by yourself, then you can take your mask off. Oh, and you had to have had both vaccinations. Right. Then you can take your mask off. Thank you, central planning. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, don't get him in trouble. You know, we don't want to get him in trouble. That was a really weird, uh, yeah, weird moment, uh, the whole thing. I mean, uh, what I meant by I've been doing that, I mean, you know, you and I haven't been, if you're in an open field or I'm walking down the street, I'm not wearing a damn mask. If I'm, if I'm in my car by myself, I'm not wearing a damn mask. So I'm not, I mean, I'm not even sure what the hell hanging that meant, to be honest with you. And, uh, and the, the comeback with, uh, oh, one more question, then I, I don't want to get in trouble. You know, it's these are such strange damn times. They really are. But thank you, Mr. President, and thank you, CDC. And, oh, my God, they're, just, they're making our lives so much better on a daily basis, aren't they? <laughs> well, it's, it, it, it truly, I, I truly believe it is the whole conditioning thing. I, I believe it 100%, man. When people first started to say that, I said, well, that's conspiracy-type stuff. But, no, it's not. It's all conditioning. It's all sheeples. And there are a ton of the sheeples out there that are just waiting and hanging on his every word. Juan freaking Williams, who I was close to at one point, who became a left-wing liberal hack, and it kind of hurt our relationship. But it, Juan, Juan, yesterday after that press conference was over, Joe Biden single-handedly destroyed COVID. He's just he's beating COVID. <laughs> he's beating it. He's beating yes. COVID now. And he's not kidding. He's not. It's not like he's doing this for theater or effect. A lot of people in our business are BSers, and they'll do it for theater and effect. He's not. He's being honest. He really represents a side who thinks that Joe Biden has won against COVID single-handedly. Ugh. And now because Joe Biden says so, because the central planners say so, you're allowed to take your mask off wow. if you've been vaccinated. And the wording is important. I wrote the words down. He said, uh, starting today, if you are fully vaccinated and outdoors, not in a big crowd you can go without a mask so like i said if you're fully vaccinated you're standing in the middle of a field or the middle of a highway all by yourself go ahead and take your mask off you know and then he says you can do this 
when it comes to a gathering with a group of friends in the park or going for a picnic, you can, you're allowed to do this without a mask. You can do this without a mask. And for those who have not gotten it, well, Chris, we can probably play that part, can't we? Because it wraps up pretty, uh, interestingly. Let's, let's play that part about, if you haven't gotten it, there's another good reason. Here we go. I'm sorry, I'm going to, this last question I'll take, and I'm really going to oh. be in trouble. Okay, this is something else. Okay, let's go ahead and go with this one, Chris. You're right. Let's do, let's do this one. So then after it was over with, it just like scripted every time, every time it's scripted, Joe will grab his book and his aviators and he'll start to walk away from the podium every time. And somebody shouts out a question that's been pre-organized, pre-given to the reporter. The reporter shouts it out. Joe returns to the podium, pulls down his aviators and answers the question. Well, yesterday he answered the question, and then there was another question, another question, another question. So Joe looks up at the White House and says this. I'm sorry. I'm going to just last question I'll take. And I'm really going to be in trouble. So what I see in my mind is Barack staring through the shades down at Joe on the driveway going, I told him to answer one. He's only supposed to answer one. What's he doing to answer another one? (laughs) It was a pretty surreal moment. You know, I'm going to get in trouble. You're the president. (laughs) You're supposed to be running the gig, man. And little moments like that where guys like Juan Williams are even more confusing to me. Because everybody saw that. I'm going to be in trouble, you know, if I take any more questions. And, you, and, and the first thing that pops into my mind is you're, you're, you're the president, man. Who, who exactly will you get in trouble with? And that's the question, right? Who, who are they? Barack. Is it Obama? Is it, you know, uh, who, who are the folks behind, the, uh, behind this guy? Yep. Because, uh, you know, I would say to Juan Williams, he, he ain't doing nothing, dude. <laughs> he ain't running nothing. He ain't presiding over anything. He's just the guy. I, 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 he goes. He goes towards that podium, and they just all probably the staff just they cringe and clench. Because he all, yesterday, the only thing I would say that I noticed is it, it almost seemed like he was frustrated by that. Like I'm going to get in trouble. Like like he wanted to go back and just kind of freewheel a bit, but apparently he was told not to do that. And that in and of itself is really disturbing because it, it, you're right. It's no longer you and I sitting around and, 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 you know, conjecturing about this and all that. It's right there in front of you. He's going to get in trouble. You know, again, I mean, you and I have our thoughts on who it is, but, you know, who, who is the president of the United States going to get in trouble with? It's, it's very bizarre. He's a pino. Man. He's a pino. He's a what? He's a pino. He's a pino. President in name only. He's oh, not the oh. president. Right. No. There's a not. group of people that are running the show. They're unelected and they are unaccountable to the American voters. And it's clear when he says, I'm going to get in trouble <laughs> if I answer too many questions. That's just yeah. the, the bottom line to that. So tonight's speech, I'm sure they're really going to be on pins and needles because he'll be out there for oh. who no- God knows how long reading from a very large teleprompter to a mostly empty, uh, <laughs> you know, it really is. It's mostly empty. Yeah, it's going to be hardly anybody in there. People. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and there won't be the first lady's box. You know, she won't have her box, and this, you know, all these things are going to be uh, totally different and totally unnecessary because those people up there are vaccinated. The, the the reason they chose now to do it is that most of them are back in their districts and they're not in D.C. And the Republicans said, "Wait till we get back," and they're like, "Oh no, 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 we we want to do it now. We want to do it while you're back home." <laughs> right, of course. 
it, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this thing uh, unfolds tonight, but it will be just as weird. You know, what's going to be more boring, Biden tonight or the Oscars on Sunday? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. You know, uh, they equal, both could be equally dull because it's going to be heavily scripted, as you said. I don't think he's going to say anything really surprising. You know, uh, you're going to be looking at uh, 200 goobers sitting there staring at him, you know, with love in their eyes. And, uh, you know, we, we, it's our job, Trey. We, we got to sit and watch this crap tonight. We have an ABC special actually also kicking in, kicking in at like 7, I think. Uh, 7 after o'clock. Cardi, after a Cardi wraps up. So pre-coverage, and then we'll bring that to you live on, uh, on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Going to be awesome. Uh, constitutional carry goes to a hearing tomorrow here in Texas. Guys, we need it. We have a crime wave that has broken out across this country, including in San Antonio, because Soros put DAs in place that emptied out the jails and going soft on crime all over the country. And the criminals picked up on that. They've also picked up on the fact that they're not going to get prosecuted, and they know that. They also have picked up on the fact that uh, that police are having to stand down across this country and not do what we hire them for because if they do, they risk going to jail for the rest of their lives or whatever. So we now need constitutional carry here in the state of Texas, more so than we've ever needed it. The lieutenant governor is not in favor of it. He's made that perfectly clear, but Dan Patrick is wrong on this issue. We need constitutional carry, and Dan Patrick needs to make it happen. It goes into hearing in a committee tomorrow. Also, another uh, one that that needs to be uh, done here in Texas uh, is this new law that says if you're 16 and under you can't take puberty blockers or have a sex change operation even if it's your whack job mama who takes you down to the doctor when you're nine and says charlie's really suzanne would you make charlie suzanne please then you're nobody can do it the doctors will not be allowed to do that if you're 16 and under that needs to pass really quickly too yeah it's child abuse it's child abuse there's no other way to describe it that's exactly what it is under the age of 16, you can decide without, you know, no, no, I, I support both. I support constitutional carry. In fact, I saw a dude with a piece on his hip uh, the other day uh, at uh, the Circle K, I believe, and man, I felt safe as hell. <laughs> so let's, you know, uh, let's get that passed. Let's get them both passed because uh, they're both really good ideas. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming at you on the other side. We'll tell you about Stevens Roofing and Ed and Dahlia and their team. They're great people at Stevens Roofing. Family owned and operated and always will be uh, putting you first in all that you do in your home. Now, uh, we escaped, for the most part, any storms that happened. Uh, we escaped that last night because the uh, cap on the atmosphere. I'll get into that some more. But it looks like a lot of the area won't escape that tonight. There's a pretty good chance there's going to be some storms around tonight. So uh, the best thing to do is call Stevens today and get on the schedule so they can come out and check your roof in the coming days. The professionals at Stevens Roofing, they're family-owned, they're reputable, they're reliable, and they've always been your local roofer. Get a free roof inspection, and they're not going to send out a um, somebody that's on commission trying to sell you a roof. They're going to actually come out and look at your roof, and if you need a roof, they'll tell you. If you don't need a roof, they're going to tell you that, too, at Stevens Roofing. They have your family covered, 210 785 
All right, so uh, there was a chance that we were going to get some storms last night, but the cap stayed on it pretty tightly and didn't allow it to happen. So when we talk about the storms this afternoon and tonight, again, it's a chance. It's a better chance this afternoon and tonight and the overnight hours than it was last night, but it's still only a chance. So you can prepare today and nothing happens, but I'd rather be prepared and nothing happen than something happen and not be prepared. So just be ready for it. It's very humid outside right now. It's mostly cloudy, breezy today with a high of 89 and showers and storms in the forecast. And then tonight, a severe evening thunderstorm could happen. Mostly cloudy and humid, breezy this evening, followed by occasional rain and a thunderstorm late. Those storms developing out over our west and coming eastward. And when they develop over the west, it's going to be in the Del Rio area, you know, right at the river. And they'll develop there and head our direction. Coming across counties like Real and Medina and and probably through Hondo and and Castroville, places like that, on their way here. Just how far east are they going to get to before they start to fall apart? That's the only question. Storms can bring flash flooding, damaging winds, lightning, a few power outages, maybe some hail, too. 62 in the hill country, 70 downtown. And then tomorrow, a shower in the morning, otherwise mostly cloudy in 81. And Friday, breezy in the morning, partly sunny with a couple of showers and thunderstorms possible. At LifeLock.com, promo code RISK. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to just the last question I'll take. and I, I'm really going to be in trouble. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you already are. KTSA and Kitchen Design by Giovanni presenting Serving Those Who Serve. And you can win a complete shower makeover for nominating an active or retired service member. Just go to KTSA.com. Presented in part by Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, Institute for Functional Health, and Helen's Money Team Guild Mortgage. So, what you got for this segment? Well, I know that we're all looking to Joe Biden to save the world from coronavirus, but there is another group of people who really are the ones who can save the world, Trey. I mean, the whole stinking world. Alyssa Milano, and I'll wait till you're done laughing, Alyssa Milano is talking to something called The Bump, and she gives an interview... And she starts saying that, uh, you know, celebrities are the ones that the world needs to look to to solve their problems, including coronavirus. Uh, Let's see. We've been so lucky to have the attention of people around the world who probably don't pay as close attention to government or politics. It's our responsibility to our fans to help keep them safe, to fight against the horrible lies and politicization of science and medicine. And uh, she goes on to say, she, she's being serious. Uh, we can reach people in ways that Dr. Fauci maybe can't. Alyssa, have you looked at your resume <laughs> and counteract some of the harm that bad leaders have done in spreading misinformation about the disease, the disease? If we don't use our platforms for that, no matter how big or small, we don't deserve them. Celebrities, Trey. It's the mm-hmm. celebrities. Those are the ones we need to look to. She's a little full of herself, isn't she? Just a smidge. Well, very, very full of herself. You know, as you well know, I quit paying attention to celebrities a long time ago because, to me, they're a waste of time. I'm not into the whole celebrity culture, buy off on the celebrities, praise the celebrities, and all that kind of crap. When they turned anti-American, and I, I truly believe they are. I truly believe that most of them don't even like this country. I know they don't like conservatives. 
So I, to me, they're a non-entity. <laughs> I just well, I mean, whatever. It's, okay, it's just amazing <laughs> to hear it straight up, though, from one of them. You know uh, uh, that we are the ones that the world must look to. Oh, to yeah. solve the world's oh, problems, yeah. we have a responsibility essentially to the human race. Oh yeah, celebrities to to fix. And then she goes on to advise us to wash our hands and socially distance. Like, thanks, Alyssa. So glad you were on top of that one, babe. Rock well, on, that, man. That's what I was going to ask you: is what? How are they going to save us by that? By by telling you because to wash your hands. People make people pay more attention to celebrities, Trey, than they do politicians. Yeah, who cares? They pay more attention to celebrities, and that's why they have a responsibility not only to their fans but to the entire stinking human race to I solve our problems for us because we follow everything they do. <laughs> well, it, you know, LeBron believes that. And, right. and to a certain they degree, do, he's, probably, yeah. he's probably right. You know, to a certain degree, there's probably a bunch of people out there. And again, it's the zombie crowd, right? The the people the who don't think for themselves. And uh, and so if, if LeBron says it, it must be true, right? Or if Certainly. Alyssa says it. Must be well, true. The only you're you're right. There are fair, a fair amount of morons in the world that do follow their every word because she's got like a million followers on her Twitter account. They've all got yeah. millions of followers on their Twitter right. accounts, and those are the people who do hang on their every word and uh, take them that seriously as they take themselves. It's just right. kind of interesting to hear one just come right out and say it. You know what I mean? It That's what I found interesting about the story. She's right. just laying it out. It's us. It's us. It's us. It's people like me, famous people in Malibu. Right. We need to listen to us. You know, uh, okay. I've just I've never heard anybody say it outright <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, what I what I find is interesting too is that, and I talk about this a lot, is the 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 main pandemic that is affecting the human race right now is not COVID. It's really not. It's people who don't think for themselves, right? Yes. Who will not stop and do research for themselves, who will not actually think. And so they'll just follow people like Alyssa Mulatto. And, again, what the president did yesterday was for the non-thinkers out there, for the non-thinkers, he says, okay, Biden said I can take my mask off outside if I'm by myself and I've been vaccinated. I guess I can take mine off. But if I'm around you, I still can't. <laughs> And you know that's the that's the whole thing about this thing is you know it, it's all central planning. This was all designed to be central planning. Look at these numbers. Uh, Don Morgan's reporting this morning that a quarter of Texans, one quarter of Texans, have been fully vaccinated, one hundred percent vaccinated. Over ten million Texans. It, this is the part you don't hear. Over ten million Texans are over a third have the antibodies because they had it and recovered. They had it and they recovered. For a disease that has a 99% survivability rating. And we're locking people up in their homes, putting cloth on their freaking faces, and telling them, listen to Joe Biden because he'll tell you when it's safe to walk outside. You've got most of Texas that have the antibodies and or the vaccine for a disease that 99% of the people survive. And we have totally blown up our world because of it. It makes well, absolutely no sense, Sean Rima. No well, sense it, at all. It, it does if you if you look at it from the standpoint of ego. In that, for for a lot of people, especially the moron crowd, okay, following the instructions of Fauci and Biden is in a sense a political identifier, right? Look at me. That's why it's almost taking on religious connotations. Look at me. I'm wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask because Joe Biden told me to wear a mask. 
You know, you're not wearing a mask because you voted for Trump and you're a racist. You know, I mean, that's really what it is. So they're not even they're not even really thinking about, <laughs> you know, whether or not the damn thing actually works or following the inconsistencies from guys like Fauci throughout the course of this thing. So, yeah, I think a lot of it, I think to a certain extent, it's about softening people up to the idea of being told what to do. Right, central planning. Uh, never let it. Never let a good crisis go to waste, man. Never let a good crisis go to waste. And they have milked this for all it's worth. I'm half vaccinated, though. I still can't figure out if I'm if I'm in a cornfield. Should I leave the mask half off, or to have to be other people who are not vaccinated around me? I'm still confused. It's all and always has been for them. It's all about central planning. One hundred percent about central planning we'll take a quick break we'll come right back more wearing rhyme on the other side pecos fence company the best in texas to build your cedar privacy fence around your home to give you the not only privacy but the security that you want today and will need tomorrow in an uncertain world it's going to be very important that all of us have very safe fences and the ability to protect our property And Pecos Fence Company can build you a safe fence to give you the ability to protect your property, all that you own. They can do chain link as well. They can do steel. They can do gates. They can do ornamental ornamental steel, all that. And this is where experience really counts. And they have more experience than anybody else at Pecos Fence Company. Always get you a free no-obligation estimate today if you'll just call Pecos Fence Company. 210-655-8747. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. The CDC was well-timed to put this out there because there is no data. Frankly, there's not been data for many months now that outdoor transmission is a thing. All right, so it's Ware and Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, 736. We're here Monday through Friday, 7 to 9, just talking about the river of bull stuff floating by and how it all affects your life. You know, we've said over and over again, these companies, these corporations, these sports entities that feel like they are indemnified and protected because they got all woke and they're on the side of the woke, that one day the cancel culture, the woke crowd will come for you. Here's an example. There's been no more uh, woke company or enterprise in the NFL in the past several years, Colin Kaepernick on his knees, all those kind of things. And so the NFL got all woke, and everything they do is around wokeness now. Well, it's their turn. ESPN's undefeated is slamming the NFL as racist. (laughs) Martenzi Johnson, who writes for ESPN's The Undefeated, is claiming that black quarterbacks are treated unfairly that the NFL is racist. Johnson says that uh, the NFL draft process displayed how race is a part in evaluating talent. Fields, uh, one of the quarterbacks is up to be chosen, will be one of the first five quarterbacks taken to the draft, says uh, Johnson. But the fact that he started the college season as a consensus number two quarterback prospect before inexplicably dropping as low as the fifth quarterback at times in the mock drafts shows that they put him behind two white players, you see. And uh, that's, that's, just, that's just racist that they put him back there. Anyone who has been following professional football shouldn't be surprised by this. Race has always been a justification for barring black players from playing certain positions, coaching, managing teams, or even playing in the sport altogether. Johnson said the entire football industrial complex is a racial and racist institution. 
We can leave the draft evaluating to the experts, but with zero explanation. Two white quarterbacks with comparable or lesser resumes than Fields were suddenly can't-miss picks. And he goes on and on and on and on. He didn't talk about, however, that during the opening weekend of the 2021 season, there were 10 black starting quarterbacks. Cam Newton, Terry Bridgewater, Dwayne Haskins, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Tyrod Taylor, Deshaun Watson, and Russell Wilson. All black, all starters in the NFL as quarterbacks. Oh, and not only that, but the four highest paid players In the NFL, at quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, and Russell Wilson, all black. They're the highest-paid players in the league. The highest-paid players is is, uh, is up in Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, black quarterback. So, again, what this says is um, it's, it's now the NFL's time. The cancel culture is now calling the NFL racist, and NFL, enjoy it, because... You forced it on America in a really large way. You advertised it on America in a really large way, and you bit off on it. Now it's your turn. They're coming for you. I wonder at what point, because I know I've I've already gone beyond this point, but, I mean, as a general thing, uh, at what point do people in general just get sick of the whole race accusation thing? I mean, I, I agree with you. We've said it for a while on this show that the cancel culture, don't ever think you're hippie enough or progressive enough that uh, you'll be safe from it, okay? It's a, it's a day-by-day thing, and everybody's got a target on their back right now for, for being a racist or a racist company or a racist team or what have you. But at what point do people in general just say, you know, I'm so sick of this crap, I'm going to stop paying attention? I mean, at what point? Now, I know there's a lot of morons that uh, the moron crowd we talk about all the, you know, that, that loves this stuff, and it's a lot of sanctimony and superiority, and I, I'm, I'm woke, and I know who a racist is and who a race, who's not a racist. But at what point do people just say, all right, enough? Because <laughs> I, I reached that point several months ago where the whole, I mean, we, we spend 90% of our time these days talking about race because every issue comes back to race. Race, race, race. He's a racist. He's a racist. You know, and I, I, I personally am burnt out on it. Cigarettes are racist. Cigarette. We're gonna. Yeah, cigarette menthols. Yeah, you heard. I we'll haven't heard that it. story yet. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But at what point do people just say, you know what? Because first off, the bad, the dark side of this whole thing is the constant accusation of racism is taking our eyes off the ball of real racism in this country, which I believe, and I've have always said, it's more geographic. It depends on where you are as far as the racism that's happening. And when you, when you dilute it to the extent that we've done it now to where cigarettes are racist, the NFL is racist, you know, this guy's racist, that company's racist, you know, you, you dilute the, the reality of racism in the country, and I, and I think people start getting numb to it. I mean, we saw that on Sunday night with the Oscars where people just they started hearing the woke crap and they just tuned out. The NFL, the NBA is having its its uh, lowest ratings, I think, uh, lowest audience they've ever had in the history of the NBA. Even baseball. People just aren't watching. They're tuning out because it's so unrelenting, man. It's every freaking day with this racism thing. Yeah, I, for one, I'm sick of it. I'm just, you know what, Trey? I'm a racist. I, you and I started doing that yesterday. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm a racist. I hate everybody. So go ahead. You know, there you go. You, you already think that. Nothing I can say is going to change that opinion of the woke crowd, so we might as well just embrace it. 
Because <laughs> I, I am fully sick and tired of the whole race trip in this country right now. Seriously, man. Well, The I've entire been NFL racist. is racist. <laughs> I've been called a racist enough and long enough in my life where I quit caring a long time ago. Because I know the truth, right? And the people who right. know me know the truth and know that I'm not a racist. I've never done a racial, racist thing. I've never said anything that would be construed or misconstrued as being racist. It's just not who I am. In fact, I say the opposite. If you want to fight over your skin color, you're going to be fighting yourself. Have a good time because I'm not going to fight over skin color. I, I will discuss your political motivations, your ideals, the direction of the country with you, but I'm not going to discuss skin color because it, it leads to nothing. There's Nothing good comes out of that. But Sean, it started years ago with me. You know, my dad was very vocal on the air, and, and it started out that way back in the 1970s when he was very vocal on the air. People were calling him a racist, and uh, our our house was tagged and graffitied as a racist house and shot at and everything else as, as racist, and all those things were happening when, when I was growing up. And so I just kind of put the shields up and said, I don't care anymore, you know, because I know the truth, and and the people who I care about know the truth. I'm not a racist. My dad wasn't a racist. You're not a racist. So you can call me whatever you want to. Uh, to me, it's like calling me a goose. I don't care. I'm not a goose, and I know that, right? And I don't even identify as one. So I, I just don't care anymore. But here's why they're doing this. Here's why they're saying cigarettes are racist. And, again, we'll talk about that. Here's why they're saying the NFL is racist. Once again, it goes back to the zombie crowd who doesn't think for themselves. And they get their news in a two-second hit when they're scrolling through Facebook, right? Facebook, right? And you're scrolling through Facebook, and there's there's the story right there. And the non-thinkers out there go, yep, this country really really is systemically racist. Look at what the NFL's doing. The NFL doesn't even have black football players anymore. It's all a bunch of white football players. Which is, you know, that's absurd, right? And they're not playing these. They're not paying these guys. They don't pay. They don't pay their black black, black players any players anything when they're the highest paid players in the league. But the non-thinker doesn't dig into that story. All they see is NFL is racist. Well, of course it is, you know. And that's what they're doing. The whole concept here is to sell a narrative that America is an overall systemically racist country, and it's working. They're doing it. They have people eating this stuff left and right, consuming it and believing it. Well, and, and it's you know it's been a long time in coming. I've just never seen it at such a shrill pitch as it is right now. Because you know, classically, it's a great political weapon, right? That the left have used for a while. Because no, the worst thing anybody wants to be called is a racist. Nobody, if you, nobody wants to be called a racist or labeled a racist. And that's why now you have major corporations running scared from the BLM crowd and the Antifa crowd and the left because they don't want to be labeled a racist. So they've got to be more unracist than anybody else. And that's why a lot of this nonsense is just getting so bizarre and over the top. But I, I'm just, you know, it, it's it's so obnoxious and it's unrelenting, man. It's every day. There are not just one or two stories uh, that have at their center this uh, this idea of race and white privilege and systemic racism and blah blah stinking blah. And uh, you're right, the morons don't really read about it. I see it every day. You know, people that uh, just glom onto a headline and that's their whole worldview. You know, people don't read anymore. They scan. <laughs> you know, they're not really getting any content when they when they read anymore with uh, with the pace of media and the pace of uh, content itself these days. 
And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's getting so shrill and so unrelenting that for me, oh, and this is going to be called racist, it's almost becoming white noise to me. And that when I hear, when I hear race, race, you know, I almost tune out to a certain extent. Because I know it's just some bunch of contrived crapola uh, to target somebody for some damn reason. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it, the, the word racism is losing its impact. At its, in the wake of its overuse and its injection in situations where there's nothing racial going on whatsoever. Racism should be a powerful word. It should hit you right in the forehead. That's how it hit me in the forehead when I was a kid. That's how the word was, a, was, a, was an ugly-sounding word even. Okay, And now it's being used so much it's losing its meaning. And it's becoming pop culture in a sense. Well, what and, they're... Uh, and that's by design. The idea is to make it part of the common vernacular so that people actually believe that is something that's going on. I, I truly believe that there are people out there who know that racism is not a big deal in our country, meaning that we, we're not a racist country. We're not an overly racist country. Are there racists? Of course there are. There are all kinds in this country. But is America overall a, a is America more racist today than it was 10 years ago? Absolutely not. Is America more racist today than it was 20, 25, 30, 35 years? Oh, absolutely not. It's not. And uh, but, but there are those who are wanting to play that race card, and I believe for political purposes, which enriches themselves, which at some point they would be fine with a race war. They would be totally fine with a race war, and they're trying to sell that narrative to enough people that we need to hate each other based on our skin color. And i got to tell you guys, if you're hating somebody based on their skin color, you're not thinking, man. You need to start thinking. Well, it's you, a stupid you really idea. I mean, it really is. Yeah, racism itself is a stupid just idea. Just dumb. And it's the purview of stupid people. It's the yeah. Know, but, uh, but, again, it's becoming such a trendy thing to accuse people of that uh you know i i agree that uh it's by design and it's to create a, a political effect and a, sometimes an economic effect or what have you but i i think the general public are are the non-racists in this country are probably getting a little sick and tired of being called yeah, racist. i think you're right and it's going to be interesting out. to see what the slapback is because there's always a slapback to these things yeah. Okay, a quick break. More wire and rhyme on the other side. You know, when you want to sell your vehicle, you can take it to a dealership, but, man, that's some rigmarole in it. Or you can try to sell it, you know, uh, privately, but that's also even more rigmarole. Well, you don't have to go through any of that. You can just log on to carzeus.com. At carzeus.com, you fill out a little form, then they send you an offer. The offer's free, and there's no obligation whatsoever. So you can take a look at the offer and decide, yeah, I want to do that, and they'll get you a check right away, and you can move on with the money in your pocket or in your bank account and take care of whatever your life is going to be from here on out or you can wait on it if you want to and they're never going to there's no stress no hassle no trying to force you into a deal that maybe you're not interested in doing so if you decide no i'm not going to do this you won't hear from them again you don't have to worry about that they're just making it easy for you to sell your vehicle the easiest way no headache no hassle and they'll do it on your schedule get your free no obligation offer today at cars or six eight zero nine nine five because our scientists are convinced by the data that the odds of getting or giving the virus to others is very, very low. So he told us he wants us to get vaccinated. When does he want us to get vaccinated? I guess immediately. When does he now. want us to get vaccinated? When? Now. When? Now. 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 You guys, he's a 
He's really weird. He is a just a freaky dude, man. You he's know. always been a freaky dude. He is a freaky deaky dude. He is. So, weird Central weird planners in, in Washington now say it's okay for you to take your mask off if you're standing alone, if you've been <laughs> vaccinated, if you're outside, then you may, you are now allowed by the central planners in D.C. to take your mask off. Otherwise, stay masked up. <laughs> It's so bizarre because I've been doing that all along, you know. It's just weird. I mean, uh, not the vaccinated part. I'm half vaccinated. Uh, half vaccinated again. Should I? Can I? Should I have my mask hanging half off my face if I'm out uh, of doors alone? You know, crazy. Back in a minute. Has been put in charge of the border. We're now at 36 days. No trip to the border. No press conferences about the border. Nothing. She said she's not going to the border because it's a security issue, number one. So here's a person on the planet with the best security that money can buy. She has fighter jets overhead. <laughs> can, can, who, who else could say that? <laughs> she has fighter jets I ain't got no damn overhead jets. <laughs> with our boys with right. finger on a trigger. Uh, she has guys who follow her around with guns that we don't even know exist, like lasers, you know, that kind of thing. And, that, mm. you know, she's got the best security, yet the border's too dangerous for her. Mm. But but then they say the border's safe. Um, then she said it's COVID. It's a COVID issue. Now, does the vaccine work or not? She's been poked twice, okay? She's been poked twice. So can you or can you not go to the border where covid is and i thought you said covid's not coming so here's what she did instead sean instead of going to the border instead of having a press conference instead of working on this <laughs> come on man keep your straight face she picks up the phone and calls the president of finland she says we need to work i need to it's talk to you fins. about our border i knew it i knew it was I need the to talk fin. to you about it's our border plot. crisis <laughs> damn fins so she calls the fin- the president of Finland, and he's like, why are you crapping on me? What did I do? You know what's going on over here? And she says, well, you got Nokia over there, and, you- and you've got fossil fuel over there, and we know this is a fossil fuel problem. So, you know, you guys in Finland have that. And he's like, what are you talking? Are you drunk? It's, oh, o- it's only 9 a.m. What are you talking about? So then, no, no, it gets better. She's really taking care of this border issue. Then she calls the nonprofit organizations in Guatemala and has a Zoom meeting with the nonprofit organizations down there. You know, like Blood Bank and Goodwill in Guatemala. And she tells Goodwill down there, the equivalent, hey, listen, I want to know what's been working for you guys on the border. I, I want to know what's what's worked and what hasn't worked from your perspective there. And Goodwill down there is like, we're counting pants and shoes and toys so we can send them out to people who need them. What are you talking about? You know, we're not, we don't do the border. And then finally, finally, she said, look, what we're talking about here, the issue with our border truly is extreme weather, lack of climate adaptation, uh-huh. violence against women, violence against gays, violence against Afro-descendants. We've got to deal with all that by sending them $310 million. And by the way... <laughs> then people will want to leave. <laughs> Will you get the Japanese prime minister on for me? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna read him the what for for our border crisis, and then she calls the Japanese prime minister and says, "What are we gonna do about this?" So does she, is she drunk by nine in the morning? Has she joined the Pelosi club, or is she just this dumb? She has Which no idea what she's doing. She really is that stupid. And I know the instant you say that, oh, we're racist. But no, she's not. There's there's less to her than meets the eye. There's not a whole lot of thought going on up there. I mean, the crap she says about root causes 
and it's climate change, racist climate change, by the way, and the abuse of the, of, of the and the racism and the hatred and the phobia against the very same people in this country they're always preaching to us about. That's why people want to leave. If we could just make these places nicer places to live, they won't want to come here. You know, it's a stooge dance, man. She doesn't even so, make any freaking so the, sense. So get the president from Finland on. I want to talk get to him about Finns that. Get the Finns on the line, yeah. <laughs> get the Finnish in on this. What the hell, man? What planet is she from, you know? I mean, listen, listen, uh, Mr. Finland should do finish. a job. Mr. Finnish President, what's your Navy doing this weekend? Can you sail a few ships over to our border? Maybe around Del Rio. Maybe you can get over to El Paso with a ship. <laughs> Bring it right up the, I, the Rio Grande. It's 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 a not. I'd rather we just didn't even hear anything about her, you know, because, I mean, it's what, what, the more you learn about her, I'm sorry, the, the dumber she gets. She sounds like an idiot. And she sounds like an idiot. She's one of these people. Carville was, James Carville was kind of talking about this. Uh, the other day about how, you know, pseudo-intellectuals, that's my word, not his, but, you know, they'll use what he calls, you know, university lounge-type words and language to make it sound like they're intelligent and they know what they're talking about, but they're really not. You know, it's like when she starts talking about, we need to put systems in place to make these places more better to live so people won't want to leave. I mean, it, when you really strip away all the bull crap, it's nonsense what she's saying. It's absolute nonsense. So I'm just, I'm really trying to understand the thought process that you've got a problem at the Texas-Mexico border, the Arizona-Mexico border. You got a problem there, and and you're gonna call up the president of Finland? Well, it's because they can't. Here's the here's why. Same reason she hasn't gone down there. They can't. They can't embrace the reality of what's happening because oh, I know then why we begin it. to realize that it's their damn fault. That's why she, why she, she doesn't it. want any pictures. She doesn't want any pictures of herself down at the border. No, That's what it's really not. about. Of you course, know, she's an idiot. But but I'm just thinking, you know, the Finnish president the sitting Finnish there going president. through his day, and he's answering phone calls, and he's writing letters. Uh, the vice president of the United States is on the phone for you, sir. Oh, really? What does she want to talk about? The border crisis. <laughs> Apparently, we're the cause of it, sir. And uh, okay, great. all right. She wants well. to talk to you about it. That's great. I wonder, I wonder if Joe will bring up the fins tonight uh, during his, uh, his speech. <laughs> Listen, champ, we discovered that it's the Finnish people that are, are really to blame oh. for our crisis and, along the border. And we got to talk to Goodwill in Guatemala to see, you know, our, really the problem is people are dropping off way too many uh, underwears there, and that's why yes. people are leaving Guatemala. Are, they're, they're are black people also used underwear? So. Are black people now Afro descendants? Have we evolved the the labeling? That's what here? she said. Afro that's descendants. Afro. So we moved beyond yes. African Americans. Now they're Afro descendants. <laughs> that's what. That's hey, I didn't make that word up. Okay, I, oh, I, I know you want to be no, clear that's about a that. Quote. Yeah. Where, where didn't say that? She said Afro descendants and LGBTQ are, are getting beat up, and so that's why they're leaving. No, Kamala, Kamala, let's let let's cut the BS, okay? Let's cut the crapola. They're leaving because you and Joe got into office and said free health care, free jabs for COVID, free money, free education. The only thing we expect out of you is a vote. That's why they're coming, babe. Get they're giving straight. away her stinking book to the kids too. Her book's been there, but she hasn't. Well, somebody said that wasn't true. So, somebody well, said that even wasn't the idea true, of it is funny, so. you know, but still, she's not going down there. She doesn't want no pictures with no kids sleeping under tinfoil sheets. 
You know, it's uh, they they created the crisis, they wanted the crisis, and they got the crisis. And so, you know, making her head of the person or making her in charge of solving the crisis, uh, this is what you get. She can't, they can't solve the crisis. They don't want to solve the crisis because it has other purposes. Right. And so she's out there making calls to the Finnish people. That, that's to the it's hilarious. It's great. That's great. So, um, so uh, calm down, cooled off, and let's namaste for a second. Namaste, namaste. Can you draw yourself in there? Can you sit in the lotus position? Go right ahead. I have sat in the lotus position since the eighties. <laughs> can you down? Can you downward dog? Can I what? Downward dog. What's that mean? It's a position. Can you do it? Downward dog. Yeah. Can can I you? I have no stand? idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, downward I, dog. I could, no. I, I, I'm picking up on this. That you don't know. What I'm, talking, I'm talking about yoga positions. Yoga positions. I don't do yoga. I don't know any yoga positions. <laughs> no, I don't even stay. eat yogurt. Ring, <laughs> ring the bell. School's in session. Uh, following the verdict in the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, the CEO of Yoga Alliance, the yeah. largest, the largest association representing yoga teachers sent out an email to all of their members to make sure that when they're in class doing downward dog, the warrior position, or whatever, to make sure they're discussing race and racism in <laughs> the course. yoga session. Oh, God. Oh, While God. you're doing yoga, you are to remain steadfast in our mission to promote equity and sensibility and accessibility uh. in yoga and beyond. This includes holding these important conversations while doing yoga. I always thought yoga, you were quiet, you were sweating a lot. I, I've done yoga. I've done it in my workout program. And I'm not really talking. I'm not really going to be talking because it's a pretty quiet deal. You're pretty, fo there's a lot of focus that goes into it. And really, truly, back when I was really fit, you still don't talk a whole lot because it's kind of it's strenuous. It's not like an easy thing. So you're not like, hey, so how's your day going? Are you going to HEB a little later on? Well, I, I, what are you I, gonna? You know, that, that's that's not going on. So the last thing in the world you're gonna do is go. You know that whole you're in downward dog. That whole Chauvin thing. That was really a racist thing. And America is so racist. But that's what the head of the Yoga <laughs> International Organization is telling their teachers to talk about. Wow, <laughs> that's great. Uh, racism. You know, I, I, I'm not into yoga. I mean, I, I, I like yoga pants on certain people, but that's about it. I, I, in fact, my, my ex-wife did a lot of yoga, and I think that's what led to our divorce, you know, because uh, I, I, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, I, I, I've, I've studied a lot of Eastern thought and religion and stuff over the years, but yoga, I never really got it with yoga. Uh, I really just don't know what's going on there. But uh, I, the, I, I do know that it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, there's some uh, spirituality in, involved in that you want to center yourself, right? And you want to quiet mm -hmm. your mind. You know, mm -hmm. kicking back with race issues is not something I would think people would want to be doing on their yoga mats. <laughs> it's, everything's race, man, even yoga. <laughs> even yoga, man. Got to uh, go racial on the yoga. It's just welcome yeah. to 
America in the year 2021, man. It's great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll take a quick break. More wearing rhyming. When we come back, I want to tell you about Alma Water Softeners. Great people. Great company. Uh, I'm a lifer and have been since they started the company. Alan Townsend started it years ago, and I was probably the first customer and haven't looked back since. Uh, it, it, true American success story, right? Uh, working for another company and decides, you know what? I'm going to do it myself, and I can do a better job, and does it. Just goes out and takes a risk. Alan, when he started this, he risked everything he had it took a lot for him to step out there really gutsy move and if you knew alan i mean he was just a a quiet and shy kind of guy that got along with everybody everybody loved him and uh, here he says i'm gonna step out there i'm gonna do this because i can do better and son of a gun (laughs) they they really have now he's gone but the family continues on with a great tradition of servicing your water needs in toto everything that you need done for your water whether it's softening whether it's getting contaminants out of your water they can do all of this and you're just going to love them they're just sweet wonderful people to deal with whether you're talking on the phone to somebody at the office or the technician the water technician who comes to your home or even trevor you know you might hear from trevor at some point he's just a wonderful person so you're going to like working with alamo water softeners you're going to love their product and you really are going to love your water from alamo water softeners at alamowatersofteners.com well, let me tell you, uh, both directions of I-10 between San Antonio and Bernie are going to be closed this weekend between 46 and Scenic Loop. So if you're coming or going between San Antonio and Bernie from Friday night until Monday morning, it's going to be shut down in certain areas on both directions. Accurate the forecast, mostly cloudy and breezy, 89 and humid today. Later on today, some thunderstorms rumbling through the area. If you're flying to Dallas, make sure that you check with your airline to make sure you're still on time. They've had some thunderstorms up there tonight a severe evening thunderstorm is possible mostly cloudy and humid breezy this evening followed by occasional rain and a thunderstorm later on the storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds low of 62 in the hill country 70 on the river walk tomorrow a shower in the morning otherwise mostly cloudy and a high of 81 and friday breezy in the morning partly sunny and a couple of showers and thunderstorms possible at lifelock.com promo code risk San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. You no longer need to wear a mask. (laughs) KTSA and Kitchen Design by Giovanni presenting Serving Those Who Serve. And you can win a complete shower makeover for nominating an active or retired service member. Just go to KTSA.com to enter. Presented in part by Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, Institute for Functional Health, and Helen's Money Team Guild Mortgage from your friends at KTSA. So what you got for us this segment, man? Well, I didn't even hear about this until I heard you talking about it earlier. That uh, I got this NBC story. The FDA is uh, saying that uh, they need to get rid of menthol cigarettes and menthol products because uh, they unfairly uh, target the health of Afro descendants, <laughs> to use Kamala's word, black Americans, uh, because 85% of all menthol products are purchased by black Americans, and uh, so they, uh, they they say it's got to go, but uh, uh, like everything else, they're not actually going to ban it. They're going to come up with a set of rules first on how to go about banning it. So your your menthol your cools and your Newports and your Salem's are are safe for the moment, 
<laughs> but it, it, you know, in other words, they're not really going to do anything about it, and it's it's kind of racist inherently to say that. Even you know, I mean, again, it's just more race crap, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying to be. The FDA now is showing you how woke they are because they're going to go after menthol cigarettes without actually going after menthol cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, you know, my, my old man smoked cools. And uh, I started smoking uh, when I was 18, and I started borrowing my dad's cigarettes. So I started off with menthol. I, I don't like menthol. It's like smoking toothpaste. Yeah, but we they're going to get rid of it. They're going to get rid of it to you know save black people. And it's it's just another kind of stereotypical you know well because black people smoke menthol we got to get rid of menthol because menthol is racist. And it's like oh sit down and shut up, man. <laughs> just sit down and well, shut up and have a cigarette. So I guess it's true because I saw some of the research. You know me, I'm always looking at the research, and 85% yeah. of African Americans who smoke smoke uh, menthol cigarettes. Now I, I I'm not a smoker, so I wouldn't know the taste of a menthol. And a, I, in fact, I asked you because I used to dip snuff years ago. I asked you if, yeah. if that's what that tastes like, you know. And uh, but I, I I I can't imagine you know just coming out and, and this is what they have said that menthol cigarettes are racist. So when do we get to the point where we start saying that car choices are racist? You know, we got to get rid of Ford. Yeah, Ford. I mean, well, I mean, and, 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 and I'll say, well, you're right. I mean, everything's going to be racist at some point, you know. But I mean, when I heard the story about, because it's true, I'm not, I'm not denying the research, you know. I mean, I, I worked in six convenience stores, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, 85 percent of Black Americans smoke menthol. Okay, I got it. But coming out at this moment and going and targeting menthol for that reason is coming out. It's like saying, hey, you know, a lot of Black people drink malt liquor and it's uh, causing alcohol, alcohol. Alcoholism rates to uh, uh, skyrocket in the black community. Well, they'll, they'll so do we, that. Next. We need to ban. We need they to ban will. malt liquor. You know, I mean, it would be, it's it's that's how it's that's how it sounds. No, but to they me. will like, next. Oh, you know, <laughs> it's it's as it's as if they have. Well, no, they will because it's as if they have a list and they're just going down the list and checking off. Okay, we got uh, menthol cigarettes now. Let's get Colt forty five. Okay, got that. <laughs> well, they're racist. That just well, that's just what I'm them saying. doing it's, it's, this. That's the point. Yeah, is the it, fact it is. that they're doing this is is what is is racist right uh okay no white people smoke cool filter kings or <laughs> or drink cold 45 no white people do uh, that's just how about you uh, yeah, how how much more racist can people get can people can liberals now no no i just want him to say people these are liberal leftists who are Absolutely. supposed to be the woke crowd and the most accepting <laughs> crowd and the crowd who who don't look at race. They're the most racist people on the planet. Liberal Democrats are the most racist people on the on the planet. And they prove it every day with stupid crap like this. This is how they prove it. When they say that a cigarette is racist. Okay. All right. Well, now you're an idiot. These are the same people that say black people can't get it together enough to get a photo Correct. ID or show Correct. up on time to vote. That's my you know point. What I mean? Yeah, those are liberal Democrats saying scumbag. that. There's no conservative Republicans saying that. Those are liberal Democrats who say that, and they're the ones who are the racist. Period. It's <laughs> <That's> obnoxious. <laughs> kind of it really ban, is, man. Ban cigarettes. Kind of ban ban malt cigarette. liquor. <laughs> I, t- I told you, nice. I knew a girl. I knew a girl who smoked uh, Salem's at one point, which is, a, 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 I guess it's a, a menthol it's a cigarette. Menthol. Yeah. She used to work there at the radio station years ago, and she would smoke Salem's. And I, I said to her one time, research just came out. You're smoking fiberglass. She said, I don't care. I love the taste of them. I said, okay. <laughs> fiberglass is okay. I remember that. Enjoy yeah. that. 
that there's you know, fiberglass particles and menthol or something like that. I don't like it. I just think it, think it tastes like crap and it gives me a headache. Oh, by the way, I did fresh give up dipping years ago. I did What's quit. That? I, I was gonna. Yeah, I did quit dipping years ago. Ugh, dipping. I did stop. I yeah, had a buddy of mine yeah. used to do that. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spit, spit greatest cups. thing in the world, but spit I quit. Cup. Uh, well, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's why God made the Gatorade bottle. All right, there we'll take go. a quick break. We'll come right back. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you about uh, safe showers because um, whatever you're showering in now can be a dangerous situation. Nobody thinks that way, right? My shower is dangerous? What are you talking about? If you knew the research on slips and falls and people get, being injured in their own shower, in their own home, you'd be shocked. It's The numbers are incredible. And I'm not just talking about old people. People, a lot of people say, well, that's how, you know, grandma and grandpa. No, no, no. I'm talking about young people have slipped, fallen, busted their head open in the shower. All these things can happen. You don't want to do that. You want a safe shower from Chris and Jones. Safe showers is here. They are a San Antonio company, and they will get you a safe shower in your home in two days or less, taking out what you have now. Okay, and putting in a brand new safe shower in two days or less. That's because when they come to work at your home, they work. They get after it, and they make it happen, and you'll have a pretty and a, a great uh, functional safe shower with an on-slip floor and all the grab bars and all those things that you really, really want for safety and security in your shower. And right now, get half-off installation or 18 months, no down payment, no payments, and no interest. So call Safe Showers today at 210 655 Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. So for those who haven't gotten their vaccination yet, especially if you're younger or think you don't need it, this is another great reason to go get vaccinated now. When, Joe? Now. When should we? But, but Joe, (laughs) when do you think we should do this, Joe? Now. Okay, Joe. I will do it right now. Okay. Thank you, Joe. You know, he he just sounds like that guy that used to call in the middle of the night and go, what are you wearing? I mean, you know, it's just totally yeah. just you know. He's got a creeper tone to him. He really does, you know. Like, you got to be wearing right. a raincoat, you know, a rumpled raincoat. <laughs> he might. You. Well, hey, you never know. Tramp. And we have, and, our, and, and by the by tonight, our our Joe Biden quotient is going to be full, man, because we got a double dose of Joe between yesterday. and Man, today. I am so wrestling with Ugh. that right now, because you know I'm I'm dead by that time. I'm right. out by that right. time, and I and I, you know during the political season. I get it on, and I stay up, and I'll sleep an hour a night or whatever it takes. You know, they're doing all those debates and election night. I just don't sleep. You don't sleep on election night. But, man, I don't, you know, to listen to this goober get up there, because that's what he is. He's a goober. Ugh. And slobber through however long he's going to talk, reading from the teleprompter. Is not. (laughs) Let me just put it this way: just take nails and stab them through my eyes. I'd rather I'd rather you do that than me have to do this. You know, for me, right? Because it's going to be weird, like the Oscars. There'll only be like two hundred people sitting there, you know, staring at him with masks on. Probably he's going to ram. And I I find watching Biden to be depressing because the more I watch him, the more I realize he's not the president. There's something else going on here, and I find that depressing and surreal. So I guess he's going to lay out another 
family plan for you know relief or some damn thing tonight. He's going to be talking a lot about COVID. We'll probably hear more of the same crap we heard yesterday. Oh, he's talking about unity. <laughs> his, unity. His main message. White House says his main message is unity tonight. So here's a guy who has done nothing but uh, kick Republicans right where in the family jewels that it hurts, and then he wants to <laughs> he wants to get together and talk about unity. And you know I, I'm predicting hardly anybody's going to watch. It used to be it's kind of like the the Oscars we were talking about yesterday. With the Oscars, you know, you used to watch it. It was an right. event to house. Right. Same thing like when Billy Graham did a crusade. Oh, yeah. You know, that that was an event, man. You sat in front of the TV. When they blasted off an Apollo mission, you know, you right. sat in front of the TV and you watched these guys. They were going to the moon, baby. And we were going to watch it there with mom and dad on the little black and white. And that's what she did, because that was important, right? Now nobody watches the Oscars. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter anymore, unless they start dribbling a ball. Then people will start watching the Oscars again. Oh, they're not watching basketball either. And it used to be when the president addressed the nation, you focused in and you paid attention. Nobody's going to watch. There'll be a few. I, you know, that's a, that's. It, it, I really thought about it from that angle. I, I bet the viewership is down because, you know, we kind of got how this guy is. And where people started tuning out on the Oscars on Sunday night is when they went woke, when they you know started talking race and wokeness and cops and <coughs> Chauvin and all that. They could see people tuning out. And I bet that's what happens tonight if he kind of goes down that road. You know, I bet you people do. Because people are sick of it, man. <laughs> well, people are let just me ask you a question. Would you say that our listeners are primarily